Greetings. Welcome, Masha. Thank you. Our latest new member in this team, and we have a little tradition, which is for you to, <laughs> to come into the team. It's been almost every week we have a new person coming in. It's great. Um, and the tradition is that you just introduce yourself to say, where are you calling from? What are you holding space for? And sort of what, uh, what food are you looking for here? Okay. Um, well, first of all, thank you so much for, for taking me on team. I was very much looking forward to be here. Um, I am living in Austria. I originally come from Romania. Um, I am holding space for physical transformation through yoga and Feldenkrais, mostly. <clears throat> and the food that I'm looking for here is transitioning to holding space for also more of emotional work integrated with the physical work that I'm offering. And of course, with the distinctions of possibility management. Thank you. Thank you. Any, any inter interrogation for Masha? Anybody needs to know anything? Okay, well, at any time you can ask her. Okay, Israel, will you be showing your, cam your, your face soon? It'd be really better if we can see you. As we're starting, I'm just checking for my grounding cord. I didn't have a color until now. <clears throat> Green, so I'm just asking you to make sure that you have your center, your energetic center on your physical center, your grounding cord, your personal bubble of space. And I'm also asking you to hold space with the golden cube of workspace, just as a practice to be responsible for this space. The moment you click this golden cube of workspace and you actually put yourself in the position of space holder, it's you put yourself at risk. And somehow it's been something that um, it's been, a lot of people have been reporting this change, especially for example, in the game world incubator, we're holding space with Clinton for a game world incubator. And okay. Uh, we did the part one last year, the end of last year, and we're in the middle of part two. And it's incredible to see this, this shift where people were in the part one with really baby game worlds and pretty much sh shaky stand, whatever in their life. And then this part two, after six months of evolution, um, the foundation that people built through you know, emotional healing processes and initiation and labs and rage club and fear club and holding space, and it's like, then the game world is coming to life and we're having bridge houses uh, in New Zealand, in Brazil, um, the possibility coaching bridge house that it's starting in, in Czechos Czechoslovakia in September. And, and it's those are like projects that are actually really coming to life. And the, the report of those space holders is, God, the moment I put myself at this risk place where there, there is nobody in front of me that I can give responsibility away. It's like, I'm at the front line where I'm, I have a land, I have a team, I have, you know, people that are counting on me to bring this project to life. Then, the, then there's a certain, there's such this huge need for resources that the resources come through. 
it's like because there's this necessity across it's like those you will do anything for those things to come through otherwise the project just collapses and so for example practicing hello israel practicing uh being at risk here even if i'm the main space holder just builds this matrix to put yourself in the front line sort of ongoingly just over and over again i mean devin was just sharing in the game world incubator how and maybe you have something else to to add to what i'll say but this this um how do you call it this kind of like pullback this this immediate pullback uh sensation of okay now i'm holding space and now i'm responsible and it's this formal whatever rage club or work talk and then immediately after that okay i don't want to be responsible anymore and then the life in between the formal spaces collapse into a whatever a, an irresponsible or child or gremlin um, relationship to to the universe i mean do you have anything else did you figure out anything else Evan, about that mm. or just just that it just that it's so automatic almost uh, a um and i think this thing thing i said too that was important for me is that okay it's holding a space is is almost like volunteering to put myself into a position where where i must something like there there's no one else holding the space so i i must hold the space or or something else must come through and just like you said the resources don't aren't scarce then in fact they're really they're really uh they're 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 abundant and it's almost like i'm forced out of the way it's something mm -hmm. like that and and so the, that's the question that i the question that i walked out of that space with and i'm still with it is is both what what happens like what is that that point at which the flip happens and I I somehow recline back into hiding. And also what 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 would be needed to to not do that, to just refuse to shut off the resource again or to refuse to, to withdraw again. So that is where that is that is a question I have for myself and, and also for people in general. Thank you. Thank you, Devin. So, you know, I, our system, like in terms of our five body system and nervous system, including it's, we can't go from not holding space to holding space all the time. Like just our nervous system would just be burned out from it. And so it really has to be an incremental and a step-by-step -step process of just stretching out the box and stretching out the capacity of the nervous system, like Devin said, to have these resources pour through. And so this, you know, partly, you know, this, this question of Devin, it's really, it has to be a step-by-step -step process. Um, and whatever this thing of, you know, whatever this idea of, okay, now, now I'm gonna hold space all the time. And like the gremlin, really the, the, the system will lash back. The system will not be able to do that and just lash back and go into whatever burnout or break nervous breakdown or, or something like that. But there's simple steps such as in every space that you are, if you're, even if you're not quote unquote the main space holder, declare this golden cube of workspace 
and put yourself in this in this place of okay i'm also responsible for this space i'm also responsible and so okay what what is, what is what is needed to be said what questions are needed to to be asked you know what um what possibilities do i need or what possibilities do i see for other people or um, I mean, even this question of, but what do I, what, what is the food that I need here? How, how am I going to get the food that I want? How am I going to create the food that I want, even if I'm not the main space holder? Yeah. And we've kind of talked about this uh, in this space, but this, we had this conversation one week about, you know, what experiments are you doing in this space? And so, you know, and are you still doing them? And so, okay. If not, why not? Because this is really a, a completely safe place to experiment and try things and and announce it. And like say, it, okay, I'm doing this experiment. Um, so I'm, this is whatever, I'm trying this this time or this week or for a month. So this experimenting and anyway, those are two, two ways to build, just build this this matrix of space holder. Okay, any, anything, yeah, go ahead. Um, is this a space for asking for dragon speaking, for example, for possibility speaking of the group for a subject of myself? Yes, what would, I'm, so, I, I would like to hear what possibilities you'd like to ask for and see if there's other people and then we might do it in breakout rooms instead of doing it in the main room mm -hmm. so just to make use of more of the group intelligence. Yeah, for me it would be um, how can I how can I actually earn money like yeah and together with all the potentials that I bring that I have I can give to how can I connect this this would be my question yeah great I mean it's a great question it's a perfect question for a possibility team and so we'll just keep it for now anybody has this need for possibility for creation right now anybody has a need for possibility Okay, so that would be something else in terms of being at risk or being a space holder is if you don't have need for possibility is that that means your life is complete. You know, that you have, that, that this is it. You've done it. You can die. <laughs> you can go and die. I mean, God, it's like, don't you have the possibility of, God, how can I create a hundred million nano nation around the world? No. How can I bring bridge house to come to life in the world? How can I build my bridge house? How can I join a bridge house? You know, uh, um, what am I next step to become, you know, in my, my journey of becoming a trainer? Um, what the fuck am I really doing? I need possibilities about this question. What the fuck am I really doing with my life? You know, that's oh, another question. Okay, <laughs> that's another possibility. Okay. Um, so I, this is not a space for dead people. I, I do not believe that you're dead people. You completed your life mission. Israel. I, I think, I think, no, I think that you can redo the question. So 
<laughs> what? I think that you you can redo the the question if somebody needs possibilities. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> I mean, it's it's always in the space. I don't need to ask it again. You go. So. Yeah, I need also. I'm only saying. So after after your speech, about I need what? possibilities. About what? I need possibilities about the how I can deal with the 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 fire that I have in me to hold a lot of different spaces and yes, how can I deal? Because I want I want to hold a lot of space and I don't know if if I have if the people can can deal with this like my circle. Like I doing one space after another, like how, how they're going to receive this or how can they deal with this? Okay, this is, this is uh, too painful for me for you to ask for possibilities and then I can't answer you. So I'm, I, let's go into breakout rooms because <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm like, anyway, I already have 10 possibilities for Israel. Um, let's go into breakout rooms of three or what, well, how many groups we are, four. Let's do two of four and one of three. Um, and you ask, you ask for the possibilities that you want. And your job as you know, possibilitators here is be fierce. Be fierce about, you know, um, a hint about when people ask for possibility, is possibility is available. I mean, for those of you who've been to Expand the Box, it's a very first map of, Possibility is available as a, as a force, as a source. And what is in between us and possibility is our box. So basically you're, you're, you're talking to, they have a particular box that does not allow them to have access to possibilities. Okay, well, you have a different box. And so it, it's not so much about destroying their box, but it's about questioning. It's about how did you, how did you put it like this? Like how, how, what is happening in you that you would not have access to these possibilities? So there's, in terms of possibility creation, there's this very common and it's marvelous um, skill of, okay, you can do this, you can do this, you can do this, you know, just firing possibilities. You know what I'm talking about? Just doing possibility speaking. What about this? And what about this? And um, so that, please also bring this in your, in your group, you know, to, to bring out possibilities that they did not think of. But my experience is that the thing that is mostly blocking possibility is this worldview. There's a, there's a worldview that is, for example, uh, you know, this thing with Elizabeth of earning money or making money as if it is you know, so there's a lot of thoughtware in Elizabeth about what money is or that I have to make money or I need money to survive or whatever. And it would be really useful to also use your sword and your questioning about the thoughtware that would be blocking them. Does that make any sense what I'm talking about? Yes. Great. Anybody yes. is... I'm going to do this uh, manually. Anybody is interested in being in the team with Elizabeth about money? Yes, me, please. Great. Anybody else? Okay, Sarah and Devin, we have the team. Okay, who's in with Israel? 
Masha, can you say your name because I, my thing is hiding uh, people. Masha, yeah. Yep. Masha, Israel, one or two more people. Great, Dawei. And then the team is Dorota, Ingrid, and Phyllis. You have about, uh, what time is it? About, let's say 15 minutes per person, which might lead into a short emotional healing process. So do not hesitate to also lead people into their emotion, their emotion about the block that they have towards po their possibility or their need for possibility. Okay? Here we go. Can you, yeah. please, can you tell something about, like, is it better to know nothing about my ideas, about things that I could bring, like Devin, Julian, Skype, they know me. They know nothing about what I'm doing in life at the moment. I yeah, think. I think they will ask you questions. They will also ask you a question about what are you creating? What are you really up to? You know, where's your life attention and love is going towards like all this stuff? Yeah. It's also, it's really, like I said, this is not a, the pressure is not always the best tool. So you also need the vacuum in a, in a conversation and a collaborative communication. Okay, here we go. Um, yeah, to, to, to um, use it as, as information or goal to grow. And so my, my experience right now is that I really, that the reactions are not really good and I don't know the ways how I can provide it, that it can land. And who are you, uh, so in what context are you providing this? Um, so I, I provide it in my, in my own context and there it actually works super well because I'm the main space holder. No problem there. It's a little bit difficult to, to bring the people to that point, but that's okay. Where it's difficult is, uh, for example, in my, um, in, my, in, my, in my job, I have some meetings where I'm also the space holder and the context is different. So I'm a little bit shyer because it's, a, it's this professional context and it's a lot of competition and all these kind of things. So this is more difficult, but the hardest things is spaces where um, I'm a participant and actually not at all in the, in the position of space holding or providing something, but so I'm that not so happy with the spaces. Daughter, uh -huh. can I ask you a question? Yes. Why would you play in a context where it's not where you're thriving? In a context where you are not thriving? What is play? Playing. A play, play. Now, why would you submit um, yourself to a professional context with competition and backstabbing and taking revenge and all these unconscious purposes why would you subject yourself to that um 
So partly this is space, which is, uh, for example, part of my funding. So we, we need to go to some um, connection network things, which are like a obligatory space where I have to go because I received the funding, for okay, example. So, so Dorothea, for example, that would be, that would mean that for example, one of the practice you could do is to have a culture to culture conversation. Because okay, right now you sort of have maybe, you know, you're building your own culture, your own culture space. And then there's this professional culture. And when you go into the professional culture, you immediately adapt to their culture. And it's painful. It's immensely painful because there's no feelings. There's no connection. There's no whatever honesty or responsibility, whatever. And adapting to that is terribly painful. But what you can do is to have a culture to culture conversation. I mean, so what if, what if we practice right now and somebody is the professional person and then me and somebody else, we are the coach about how you can practice this culture to culture conversation. Mm -hmm. So tell okay. us who, who, who it is you're talking to and who would be the role player. Maybe, maybe it's a good example to, um, to choose a person that was in my project and she, she left the, the project and there was no possibility for honest conversation. No, that would be something else, Dorothea. Uh, okay. That would be more of a healing process. It would be more like a, a communication process. No, this is somebody, you, it's in your team or it's somebody from your funding. So if I were the, to be that person, I need information about what I'm talking about and what, what the context is of our conversation. So... Okay, so let's say it's Phyllis role-playing. Who is she role-playing? Yeah. So um, it could be a space where uh, many... So, Nota, it's not about inventing a space. It's you are already in those spaces. Is it me or... Uh, I, You're I going in and out, Anne Chloe. I can't... You've yes. frozen. Yes. <laughs> uh, you for you too, okay. Okay. Hear you. <laughs> what about now? What about now? Yes. Yeah. Okay. This moment is working. Okay. Was it cutting in and out also before? Yes, and you were freezing too. Okay. So I might go downstairs. So Dorothea, this is not about inventing a situation. This is about a situation that already is happening. Yeah, it's a real situation. So and it. This happens many times that we are in a space with a lot of um, professional people, all are professional, but only uh, two or three people are allowed to talk. And they actually have this huge gremlin talk about uh, celebrating their, themselves. And we have to listen what they talk to us. And I, I'm super bored because this leads to nowhere. Great. That's and what's, and what's the, can I, should I make up the project? What's the project? Uh, the project uh, is uh, that you, you are an artist and you have a best practice and you celebrate your project, <laughs> what you did and what okay. goal and who knows all about it and the press you have. And so it's like a huge celebration event okay. about your artistic thing. 
Okay. So Ingrid, Ingrid, you're coaching Dorothea about this culture to culture. Yeah. I'm not sure about the what is is there something I need to know about this culture to culture to consider because I I, I never heard about this. Yes, culture is you have a culture that is different than this team culture. Otherwise, you would not have so much pain. It just would not be like that. And so mm -hmm. how can you respect your culture as much as you respect theirs? So it's not about changing their culture, but it's about inquiring. I mean, God, is this, is this really what you want? You know, or, you know, curiosity, like how does it really work for you? How do you really feel connected with people? You know, and you can share, God, this is what I'm feeling. This is what's happening over here. Something. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So. I'm starting off. Of see if really this is an emotion or not now in the like today, but I think that this my movement of always be running, running and having things to do is an emotion of fear that is really hidden in my life. And I, and I was not getting since now, but I am still don't know if I only go to an emotional healing process and try let the fear rise up, something like this. So is there, what if you, what if you checked it right now? Okay. You're going to try. Is it, so it's already there. You don't need to yeah. touch anything. The fear is already there. And just ask it and say, hello, emotional fear. So what is this about? Hello, emotional fear. What is this about? I'm afraid. I'm afraid because. I'm afraid because. If I don't do a lot of things, if I don't. If I don't do a lot of things so that people don't, so I don't gonna be love. Like, I don't, I don't have value. So I've been doing a lot of things. Would you write this down, Israel? Yeah. 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 If I don't do a lot of things, I do not have value. And people will not love me. I will not be loved. And, and this fear don't helps me to do a lot of things say that again and chloe sorry say that again israel okay. and this fear don't yeah is emotion he don't helps me to do a lot of things he's only stay with this thing i need to do a lot of things that i don't do don't do the things because i'm only i need to do a lot of things and i do and no matter if i do still the same thing and my question was, Dawa and, and Masha, do you have anything for Israel about, about that emotional fear? 
there's something in addition to just doing the lot of things it's it's about keeping the list and and i wonder israel it's not just about the doing like if it were just about the doing then you would then you would just empty your list but it's about having the list be full and so i'm wondering what other emotion there is around around what would happen if there was nothing on the list that would be a great question for you to write down what would what would you to answer yeah I mean, Israel, you live in this very old thought where, where you have value is attached to doing. Mm -hmm. It's just a very old thought where. Yeah. And so have you talked about this already? What? No, I'm asking Dawa and Masha if you've talked about this already. Okay. No. Okay. So it, it's just you, you, you somewhere at some point in your life, you put it together. So you can go back to this moment where you, you wired it together of my value has to do with my doing. And this is just a very patriarchal thoughtware. Because everywhere you look, that's what people have it like this. Yeah. Yeah. And the reason that, that I think that this is, is hidden is that I was working some years with this thing of the doing after I start studying Enneagramma, because my inner type is that type of the doer, the doing thing, the, the shadow of the doing. And and I, I can see that the, 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 the has this thing of, well, I can't- I feel, I feel fear that when you, when you start talking about this Enneagram, what Anne Chloe says doesn't really sink in. Hmm. Yeah. It's, this has something that I want to say, and it's not the Enneagram important. It is an only point that I put, but it's, it's, it's about the, the, the emotion also, still being about emotion. So say, uh, I'm, I'm, what's the emotion? Yeah, the, 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 the same emotional fear okay. of doing, yeah, is that he, he comes when Because, yeah, he comes today because I passed the last two days without doing nothing. Like it was my two rest days. Yeah, and now he come back. Yeah, I was already realizing this. Okay, so the other part of this is really this part about doing, doing, doing. And like Dawes said about having a list always full, this grown mm -hmm. food. It's just really gremlin food. And it's actually gremlin contamination. Mm -hmm. So I had a very similar gremlin contamination and it came from a particular moment in my life where I made a decision of, it was something different from you, but it's only when after I do something, then I will be happy. 
only after I do something. And so I'm chasing this happiness of, and there's always the next thing to do and the next thing to do and the next thing to do. And I'm chasing this impossible completion because I had in me a decision only after I do it, I will be happy chasing the happiness. And I, and it's part of my decontamination. And so I'm going to give you a, a possibility in terms of the decontamination is your gremlin, like my gremlin, your gremlin loves to have a list. You don't need to have the list. Your gremlin needs a list. So let him have the list. He has the list. And then when you need something, when you are like, okay, now I'm in the power of creating. You know, I'm in front of my computer. I'm in a team. I'm in an environment where I can create now, like right now, not when I go to sleep, not when I'm watching a movie, not when I'm going to a cafe, not when I'm having a meal with people. In that moment, you have no power of creation. So only when you have a power of creation, you turn to your gremlin and you say, okay, give me the next thing. One thing. Give me the one next thing. And, he, and then he gives it to you. He keeps the list. And then you do that. And when you complete it, you say, okay, I'm ready for the next thing. And he gives you the next thing. So you can, you can, but it, it, it's a conversation that would need to be held. We're completing the 15 minutes now. It just needs to be held maybe with Dawa or Masha, um, where you change the deal with your gremlin. But it would be after the emotional healing process about when this, this doing thing started. It would happen afterwards. Thank you. Yeah. I'm going to write it. Great. Okay, great. Shifting. I will go. I would like possibilities on how to how to have more clarity and, and not be in states of confusion about what is what is the the right choice to do in my life. And if 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 you want more specifics, um it's how to how to choose when I just want to what type of intimacy I want to have, especially with women, uh, whether it's whether it's sexual or whether it's uh, friends or whether it's it's co space holding, I, I get into a lot of confusion in my life uh, around what is the right thing to do, and I and I suspect I, I also want possibility of how to uh, get out of this mindset of what is the right thing in in in, in general. So, so what what I heard is that you want possibilities about how to how deal with this right thing of what's the right thing or how deal with the right thing about what do you want really clarity about what do you want in intimacy is that only to see that I catch so, right Israel just you are you I I'm just want to coach Israel you already yeah. have that's a huge distinction. And you didn't get that it was a distinction. There's a distinction between what is right and what I want. Mm -hmm. Okay. And you mm -hmm. mix them two together, but that was confused. He doesn't get that there's this distinction between what is right and what I want. And so talk about that instead, because you got what he was asking for. Okay. So Israel, I just want to give you a coaching is, that way already said, I'm confused. So as yeah. a space holder, it is 
it is crucial that you do not get hooked by his confusion. Yes. When you ask, did I really understand you were in his confusion? Yeah. Okay. He's confused. You don't have to be confused. Yeah. Okay. Go. Okay. Thank you. So do you want possibilities about this? The, The first thing that they come to me as that if you already notice where is your center so when you pause coaching again it's not about what comes to you because then you make it about you you make it safe about you you look at him and say where where's your center okay and you just start with the good yeah just israel as coaching you know all these little preamble do you know what a preamble Mm -hmm. is Mm -hmm. it's just making you safe Mm-hmm. And you can't yeah. be safe as a space holder. Yeah. Okay. So put, put yourself at risk. So that way, where is your center when you are in these moments where you don't know what you want in intimacy? In my in my up, it's floated up. Yeah. Uh, when I hear you, I have the the sensation, and you can check with you that israel forget it say what you need to say uh, okay <sighs> it seems see, to me it seems to me that it seems, yeah it seems to me that you have a survival strategy with women that when you are on the edge of be with the fear of with the emotional fear of be trapped in some low drama or something like this you okay. you take your center go, go ahead can you you take your center away so you can stay in this confusion of what you really want and don't say and in front the the consequence of say what you want or what you don't want so israel coaching for you yeah this is not an analysis context so you just analyze that way mm-hmm. and what is he going to do with that mm-hmm. He can't do anything like he nods his head it's like yes that's what i do you know you just analyzed it and we're here we're talking about creating possibilities in the moment like right now not when he's going to be in a situation talking about creating possibility for him right now so i'm going to give you a a path and see what you can do with that when i hear somebody say i am confused I know you've done Rage Club. What does that mean? Masha. That there is some, some anger. I, yes. There. Confusion is a racket for anger. And so you can just lend that distinction very clear. Okay, you're not confused. You're really angry. So what are you angry about? And then, and then he can get the clarity instead of us telling him what the clarity is about. Okay, so... Do you want to do it or Masha? I, I can go with this. Go ahead, Masha. So that way, uh, you, are, you say, you, when you say you're confused, what you really mean is, yeah. Thank you. When you say you're confused about the difference between what you want and what is right, what you really mean is that you're angry about this distinction. Well, wait, you don't know what he's angry about yet. So you're you're angry? Yes. What are you angry about? What are you angry about? 
Yeah, I'm I'm angry because this woman gives me her center and I find it fun to take her center. And and I'm angry that I just continue in this in this merry-go-round of of having fun and 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 having her center. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank Next. you. Thank you for and, and what do you, what you can do with this anger that way? What he this anger just, in wait a second, Israel. Just when Dawa said, I'm angry because this woman is giving me her center and I'm I have fun when a yeah. woman gives me her center. Mm. Okay, which is the I that is having fun? Yeah. So yeah. that would be really the question. Because he didn't yeah. Dawa didn't say which I. Yeah. You, yeah. Go ahead. So, what is the when you say that you have fun when when woman gives you her center? What is the I who has fun? It's it's both my gremlin and my child. My 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 gremlin feeds on this. Um, being some kind of authority, being some kind of uh, teacher to, 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 to these women. And then my, my child is also feeding on, that part is less clear to me, but, but I feel some, some, some child in there also of, of just being very, very safe. Okay, so you feel very, your child feel very safe with some woman giving you his center and your gremlin fits in this authority. Coaching, he feels heard. We were really a great listening space. You doing a completion Mm -hmm. loop is just buying time. So, and you, and you pulling away from him. Mm -hmm. Stay with Dawe where he is. Mm -hmm. What's next? Mm -hmm. What's next? I mean, Israel and, and Masha, I think you have an idea about either being in the position of Dawei or being in the position of the woman. You know, yeah. Of mm-hmm. either giving your center away or collecting centers. Okay, how is that, you know, how is that for you? How is that for you? And what else, you know, what can you ask Dawei? Because that's insane. That Dawei can say that without shedding a tear. It's terrible. For me, it would be really terrifying. And so that's where I would go. I would I would try to lo- have Dawei lower his numbness bar and be, what is it really like for you like that? It was your I, I don't know if I, yeah. I get the last part you say about going with the feelings. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is huge. Yeah. Yeah. That way, what what you're feeling with this when you say this? So Israel, yeah, I, I'm just pausing you, Dawa. I'm sorry, I'm coaching kind of Masha and, and Israel. You're doing great. So Israel, you need to paint the picture the way I painted it. Because otherwise he doesn't get it yet, that way. So paint the picture of how 
how insane, how painful actually that is truly. And I would, Masha, would you try? Yes. Yeah. Thank you. So that way, how, how does that feel to you when you, when you say that you- Your gremlin. Your gremlin and your child take women's centers away and have fun having them taken away. Their and power, play. their voice, what they want, their dignity, their integrity, all of it. He takes all of it. You can say that, Masha. Yes. When, when your gremlin takes women's center and their power and their voice and their integrity and their dignity and, and you have fun safety yeah and that you have your gremlin is having fun with that yeah i feel sad because you want to hear you also want to hear the information of the feeling yeah i've i Yeah, I feel sad because I'm like crumpling, crumpling these people up and, and, and not really being with them. And I, so, yeah, I feel, I feel sad because it's so many opportunities for, for intimacy that are, are, are just grayed out right now. Masha in Israel, did you notice that Dawei called women these people? Mm. No, I, I don't was noticing. I did you notice that, No. Okay. Thank you. So it's like already, already the gremlin is, mm. is women are just these people. You know, and really as a woman, Masha, you know, just as a woman, Holding space for Dawa, it's like, okay, Dawa has no idea what I am. No idea what a woman can be. And that would be extremely painful for me as a woman and actually for Dawa, for his being, for the men. Obviously not yes. for the gremlin. But you yes, can, you can speak like that. Mm. You know, and it's not about making it bad. It's just about making it real. Mm. So, um, I would say, so that way, when you, when you call women these people, that feels terrifying to me. Um. Masha, I, I have coaching for you. I, I, yes. it doesn't land because your eyes are moving all over the screen and I, don't know what you're looking at and it doesn't really seem like you're trying to deliver something to me i i don't know if you're looking to israel or Anne chloe for a, approval or something yes thank you i was looking at Anne chloe for approval and input so i'll try again so that way when you say these things about women it feels terrifying to me how does that land in you? No, you would say because 
because you can share your own fear. No. Oh. So just as a spaceholder, if you say, I'm afraid and you don't say the because part, then it's an attack. You make me afraid. Mm. You know, and then where are you? You're on the victim position. That way is a, per is a persecutor. Okay, pff, we're not going to go anywhere with that. So I'm afraid because. Thank you. I'm afraid. I'm afraid because. Because I, as a woman being put like in a box of these people that their centers can be taken away. So um, pause, I just pause, Masha. The way you've painted yourself in a corner, you know what that means? You put yourself in a corner because then you made it about you. Yes. So just, okay, let's change path. And you can try this, Israel. You know, the, the question is, what Dawei is experiencing is not bad and it's not wrong. It's just painful. And right now, Dawei is not really feeling the pain. Otherwise, something would change. The pain makes change happen. And so our job as spaceholder is to make the pain visible. Mm. And that is already there, is to make it. And so it would be to stay with there with, with Dawei with, it's like, how is that really, you know, how would you, how come you really let this happen? How is it inside of you that you would, you would be okay. You would actually have fun. Your gremlin would have fun taking women's sent away. Where did you get this? Somewhere, somewhere, maybe earlier, but somewhere fifth or, or sixth, making, yeah, attaching some link of value to, to being able to have the attention of, of, of women. Okay. That way, I just want to say we're coming to an end here for, for you. This has many layers because where you are stuck in is in the patriarchy. You're way deep in the patriarchy. And to get yourself out of that, it will take your life. It will take your identity. It will take everything you think you have to get out of that and to actually being able to be present with a woman. And so this is, you know, if you're starting to have this pain, this is the beginning of your journey. But it's going to be long and hard and painful. It's almost like a lifelong journey. And yeah, I, I, I mean, I almost feel some anger because you know th this is this is not the first time to to be here, and and it. I, I'm trying not to have this self this self anger but just that I am still not really feeling the pain and, and still doing these things. I, I, I feel some anger about it. Well, good. You're starting to feel something. Starting to feel something, but there's a whole depth. There's a whole... 
you dig yourself, you really, you dig yourself into a really big dark hole. It's called a patriarchy. And it's gonna take more than just a little bit of anger to take yourself out of that. Okay, you're hitting the same wall over and over and over again. Well, it's up to you if you wanna do something about it. It's, yeah. Possibilities are men's circle, you know, men's circle labs and, and, and putting it on the table. Every time to, you go to a lab, it's this is what the shit that's going on with me. Help me. Mm. Really help me. So that would be the proposal. Okay. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you, Israel and Masha. Thank you. For... Thank you, Anne Great. Thank you. I may not, I may not do it with love. I may not do it as lovingly as I could. So maybe I don't trust myself in that respect. Um, the other piece, let's see, what was the other part of your question? Yeah, one possibility. So is about yourself. You answer to that. So I, what I heard is you don't trust yourself, and uh, there is fear that if you set a boundary, that not enough love. Would, uh, would so Ingrid, 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 pause. I'm going to, so Phyllis, you're the client, I can imagine. Yes. yes. Asking for possibility. So right now you're having an intellectual conversation about, even okay. about emotion. And so I'm, a, I'm, I'm asking Ingrid and Dorothea to stay with Phyllis in her emotion, because that's where the key is, not about trying to understand how the emotion works. That does not help. What help is to get the information from the emotion. Yes, thank you. Okay, so go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can keep you, you, can Ingrid, you say- Ingrid, Ingrid, keep your eyes open, look at Phyllis, be with Phyllis where she is. Yes. Can you say more about this trust that you don't trust yourself? to take care of yourself, setting boundaries. I have failed myself in the past. Uh, I... Okay, then Ingrid, right now, then Phyllis has a huge now. I failed myself in the past. This is like almost a 60, 60 year long now, you know, which has nothing to do with who Phyllis is right now. And, and Phyllis only has power now. I failed myself three two days ago. <laughs> okay, well, even that, that's two, two day long now. So, and you're carrying this as this is who I am, failing at making boundaries. You're carrying this as a, actually as a baggage, you know, as a weight in your ability to relate. Yeah, and when you say that, I feel really sad because it's very limiting. It limits me a lot. And it's part of the fear of joining groups, I think, is that I won't that I won't set boundaries. Yeah. Okay, so I'm asking you now, how how is it in you, in the Phyllis that I've encountered for the past, you know, three years now, that 
you would not set the boundaries that needed to be set, or that need to be set. How is it in you that you would not do that as your own? It's, um, yeah, I... Yeah, I, I do know how to set boundaries. Yeah, yes. I can set boundaries. And there are times when I don't want to hurt somebody or I don't want to... What do, you, uh, what do you mean by hurt? I, I want to... You don't want them to... When somebody's speaking about something that's very important to them, I don't, I, I wish that I could be more present. And, and wait, so it's, it's, yeah, I'm, I really it's want an answer. Okay, yeah. I want an answer to this question. So you don't want to hurt people. What do you mean by hurt them? Uh, what would happen if you made a boundary? They might feel slighted that... Slighted I is not a feeling. You don't need more feelings. They might feel angry. Yeah, me. okay. So you're afraid that people will feel angry? Yes. So you have a problem with people feeling angry? No, not really. I have a problem with uh, being rejected. Okay. So you think if people are angry, you're rejected? Uh, I think that if I don't offer them what they want, I'm, I might get it rejected, yes. Okay, but that's that you have an idea about that. It's like I have an assumption. <laughs> Maybe, uh, but yeah, I have experience with it. It's in my body. <laughs> yeah, I. Yeah, I've lost friendships as a result, and that's painful. I'm I'm suspicious of this, that the examples that you're referring to are when you're because of your fear of making boundaries it was your unconscious anger that took over and that cut the connection but it wasn't a true you know conscious anger boundary it was a reaction from your part yeah it could have been and so those are very different forces at work this unconscious reactive anger and saying what you want through conscious anger very different but you've put it all in the same package of if I feel angry, you know, if I, I'm angry and I'm asking for what I want and I'm making a boundary, they will feel angry and I will be rejected. And then you have it. If I feel angry, I will be rejected. And that would be a huge stop. Be a huge stop for you to use your anger. Because you have it wired with I will be rejected. But those were completely, I think they were really different situations. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. I mean, do you have do you have evidence in you that sometimes you've made boundaries and it's it it's actually been powerful or useful or wonderful or extraordinary? Yes. Yes, I was just telling right before this call, I was just telling Catherine about the week I spent with my brother and I had a lot of clarity and I set boundaries and I took care of him and I took care of me and it was joyful. And yeah. Uh, so yeah. And, and I was in the moment. I wasn't anywhere else. It was It was a real high. Yeah. Me. Yes. I mean, so why would you keep the story of if I say what I want, I get rejected when you have such an example? Like, what's the benefit? What's your benefit? What are you? Yeah. Yeah, I just feel sad about that. It's there's no benefit. It's um, one, you know, the amount of situations that I've had in my life have are really hard to like just wipe out. So I have memories in my body that I need more practice and more experience to replace the old. Uh, memories and the old I have a I have another proposal Phyllis about that is that these old memories you were living in a different culture you were living in a culture where you you were, you couldn't feel whatever you couldn't really feel you couldn't say what you were feeling and use your feelings for that and and now you're, you're moving in, you're moving yourself into a different culture. You have mad, sad, glad, and scared, and that's your tools to take care of yourself like you did with your brother. But this thing is not everybody would want to, to interact with you in this culture. There's a lot of people. There's a lot of people who want to be with you in that culture of conscious feeling, but not everybody. And, you know, it's like, I mean, it's kind of like this conversation with Dorothea about this, you know, two different culture trying to talk to each other and you're, you're adapting to the culture of no feelings, no anger, no boundary. So that you can fit in this culture so that people won't reject you in this culture. But then you, you give yourself up. Yeah. Give yourself yeah. up. And so it would be this, the possibility or whatever, it, it would be, for you to, to, to own, like to, to stand in, I live in a different culture. It's like, it's like you, you are, you are an alien. Like, it's like you're an alien and you live in this culture called America, but you're not American. You're Arkin. You know, there's people from Archiarchy, you're an Arkin. And, and so your life is about, I just to say, your life is about having this culture to culture conversation really yeah and is it also about trust that to to 
reinforced to be in that new culture that echo needs to put you so many people right behind me to whom I can stretch my arm and say, do you need any help? And actually, wherever, wherever I am on the path, I am I'm already there. I can already help. Yet there's this like, I need to be somebody's bigger, stronger in order to actually open up myself into the world. Otherwise, it's so much safer to be hiding in the shadows and like, okay, a person shows up, okay, I'll, I'm able to help you, but like not actually declare to the world, I'm here, I'm available, I'm open. I think there's really something to that. Just this, the story, I'm not good enough. How can I, I can't remember what the other thing you said. Something like, I'm not there yet. I'm not ready yet, which it sounds like you're pretty convinced about that story I being, being true. And I wonder about that. Yeah. It feels so much safer to just stay small and like, okay, I'm, I'm here, I'm doing my thing, it'll take time and I'm not in a rush because I got this other thing going, et cetera, et cetera. So there's like comfort in that. And, and also, uh, I don't have to look into that fear of opening up to the world. Like, I don't have to deal with that. Like, okay, I'll, I'll get there someday. There's a way the story protects you of... in. I'll be able to open up in the future when I'm big enough. That kind of takes you yeah. off the hook. For yeah, yeah, up. yeah, that right there. Okay. Just yes. a coaching for Julian and, and to some degree Devin is there's a way that you're analyzing Sky Blue's survival strategy. And then Sky Blue says, yes, this is what I have. And then <sighs> this is where we are that Sky Blue is, has this very clear about his survival strategy and nothing changes because there's no pain. Like, and, and really a big job of our, our, our space holder is to create, like make clear of how painful it is to be stuck in there. But right now, Sky Blue is really glad. It's very comfortable. And, you know, he, he's even smiling. It's very comfortable to be in this. And it's like, you want it like that? It's not my problem. So, you, you know, it's kind of these ways. It's like if, if the client is, has no problem being stuck, it is not your problem. It's not our problem as space holders to unstuck sky blue. That's his problem. And we are here to hold space if there's any wish. But what I'm getting right mm. now is that there's no wish and that would be the thing to put on the table instead of you trying to make sky blue his, his problem, your problem. And then you're fighting against sky blue for him. It's like, what happened? You know. So what if you tried that, either, either Devin or Julian? Use your I own word about that, yeah. How is it that someone like you could, could not really have any feelings about this or, or not have this intensity of a feeling about where you are right now? Devin, if you have anything, just, just trust it. There are feelings. They are pretty numbed down. 
there's there's the fear that I went into and there is sadness that day in and day out, I keep doing what I know how to do and keep hiding out. And once in a while when I can't take it anymore, when I can't keep it under the covers, can keep it contained, it kind of spills over into almost like a depression staring into space. So there are feelings around that. But I am So just to be clear, just to be clear as a space holder, somebody says, oh, there is feeling and there's no sound or tears or movement or what, it is bullshit. It's like an idea of having a feeling. It's like maybe somewhere there's feeling, but but not actually feeling. And so just, I'm asking you really as a space to just be with Sky Blue, not, not into what he's saying, but where he really is, what is really showing up. Mm. And then be there. It's like, I don't believe you. No, where are the tears? Where are the voice trembling? Where's the body moving? Where's the scream? Would everybody take a deep breath? I have a proposal, I have two proposals. One is to take a few sharings about what you discovered about creating possibilities and being with a client. And then I know that in the group of four of Devin, uh, Elizabeth, Sky Blue, and Julian, there's one more person to go, right? Who is Devin? Yes. Yes. Right. So I propose that we do you, Devin, as a as a team, and um, like we had this agreement with uh, Israel proposed this agreement that people would start coaching you, and I would ca- coach the people coaching you. Being with you, is that okay? Yeah. Great. So any any sharings or discoveries about creating possibility. discovery I made is that there seem to be gaps between what it is that the person is asking the possibilities about and what's what the motivation is so there's like there are these spaces in between that are unexplored so something is put on the table as I want possibilities for this. And then there's this um, huge space behind it that has all kinds of things. It has the feelings and conclusions. And like, I, I don't know, maybe that's, that's, It's the sense of the gap. That's what I'm. That's what I'm discovering. Is there's there's usually a big gap between what's being asked for and what's truly desired. Yes, we sort of package it in one distinction that says the reason is not the cause. The reason is not the cause, and people have all sorts of reasons why they can't do this, but it is not the cause of their incapacity of creating 
what they want. And so that's the gap between the reason and the cause. And that's where we're traveling. That's where we, we get to journey. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. I mean, I noticed, I just wanna say that I noticed that in a couple groups, the space holders were analyzing the box. We're analyzing what is the problem. Okay, this context, it is not about analyzing. Understanding the box will not help you and will not help your client. Yes, sometimes it's useful to, for people to get how did they build it this way? How did they get to this point that this is their inner structure? That's useful. But saying, but analyzing as an intellectual process of, oh yeah, you do this and this and this, and then that's your result. And the person, the client will basically just say, yes. Okay, there is no new possibility in that. It's just understanding. Okay, understanding does not create possibility. This is really a big, our job as um, whatever possibilitators and in, in using this distinction is, is not about understanding the box. The purpose is to create possibility. And so, because, and I can see it in the space holder is like, oh, if I can understand that I'm safe and the client is safe and everybody's safe and it's completely boring. How many people got a, a few minutes or instant of you were bored in this space? How many people got a sense of being bored? Okay, so in those moments when you're bored, it is you already know that you're in this understanding and mental space. That's what is happening. Okay, well, then our job here is how do I shift the space for it to being creating possibility? Shifting out of understanding into creating possibility. And that will it it will it will really immediately lead to feelings or emotions. If there's no emotions, there is no change. Like no emotion, no liquid state, no change. And so it is, it's like really, and it's this fine line where as space holders, our job is to create pain or to make the pain that is already there visible and, and to sense it. That's our job as space holder without making the person being bad or wrong. There's nothing bad or wrong about a survival strategy, but it's painful. It's expensive. Okay, well, that's the direction we want to make it. It's like the more painful you can make it, the more chance there is for change. Okay, Devin, we'll use, I would propose to go to, to you and have 10 minutes and then we can have a few minutes of wrapping up. Okay, yes. So and I just want to say, so everybody's here on the hot chair and when you have an impulse, jump and I will, and I will coach you if, if needed. Great. Go ahead. I discovered recently in a, in a really big process, how something about the amount of pressure I put on myself to be in a place where I'm not there yet. And that I live in a kind of a kind of intense pressure world. And, and, and basically it's not okay for me to talk about that. Because if 
something like if people knew then then i don't know it it was a big process i just want to get a few of the important pieces on the table if if people knew what was really going on with me then it would just be a disaster and blah 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 and so the point that i got to in this process was just getting seeing really clearly what a hell it is that i i live in and the question i have is I'm sitting in this place where it's like, can I even experiment? Should I even experiment? Because I do not know the difference between doing that and just putting more pressure onto myself. And, and how do I evolve now that I know this about myself? How do I even approach an evolutionary path if I, if I want to no longer be putting this pressure on myself? And, and really what it is is exhausting myself. So this is what I want possibility about is something like how to totally change my worldview about pressure or something like that, but to have a, yeah. And, and yeah. And I, uh, the last thing is it came about partly because living with, with, and Chloe, there's been this thing of like, Devin, you don't talk. Why don't you talk? And I don't. It's gotten, it's shifted in some small and significant ways. And, and it also is exactly the same. It's like the same box mechanism with a few different tubes on it or something, but it's basically the same thing. Does this give people enough information of what I'm, I, I don't think I said it in can one you say, sentence. But. Can you say, I'm asking for possibility. Please give me possibility about please give me possibility about how I can continue to be in evolution without pressuring myself. I have one possibility. And that's that every time you, pre you're, you recognize that you're pressuring yourself, get into the here and now, put on some dance music and start dancing. So get into a different body because what I think what I'm hearing is that you're in your brain body, you're in your intellectual body. So get into a different body any way that you can. And one way is to put on some dance music and just that you really love and dance. I have also a possibility. When you feel that pressure, switch your point of origin and say, the, the universe is in the process of giving me to speak, or, or, or of giving me to so Ingrid, speak without pressure. Ingrid, pause for a second. Because right yeah. now, both uh, Phyllis and you gave possibility of what Devin can do. The problem is that he's missing distinction to be able to navigate a space of evolution without immediately turning it into pressure. He's missing territory, he's missing distinction. So he's not really missing experiments. Because like he said, any experiment would just slide right into this pressure mechanism. I have one possibility for you. It is um, imagine the situations, or one situation, one by one. Go to the first, imagine a situation where you're extremely pressured and then hold space for yourself let the feelings flow in the situation, like in a safe space. So Elizabeth, so that, what would be the result? What could be the consequence of that? What might he discover? 
the discover like go through understand what is pressuring what is so elizabeth we're trying to get away from the understanding trying to get this is he has a pretty clear idea of the mechanism so but what what would be the possibility what would be the transformation if he went through this process that you're talking about what would be different for devon Wait, just to hold a second, Israel. When I say understanding, I don't mean understanding with a mind. I, I mean understanding with a body. I mean um, feeling, feeling it. Okay. Israel? Devin, when, when you say that you have this pressure when you're coming to evolution, this pressure has a feeling It has a couple, yeah, the, the main feeling is, it has a couple of feelings, yeah, fear. What is? Huge, uh, it's like this huge fear of, I haven't explored the whole thing yet, but it's like, I'm never, I'm, I gotta change, I'm never gonna get there, blah, 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 and then somewhere else there's this sadness of, all I can say is exhaustion, that's what I discovered is like I'm so tired of living this way and I have no idea how to not live this way so those are the main things I experience feelings wise I don't know about the English I don't get it but you say the, the sad is the sad is the, comes with the tired thing like it's a sad who keeps you in this in this with this voice of I'm tired and I because of this pressure in devolution I don't, yeah, yeah, and and also something like the the amount of pressure I put on myself is not it doesn't move in the, at the same rate as how quickly I evolve. So it's always way behind. There's also this exhaustion of like I'm so behind. I'm so behind. Okay, so yeah. Devin, possibly say I just want to ask if you if every one of you scan Devin in this process, not just Devin, but just in this process, what is the main emotion? Fear. Fear. Yes, is that clear? That, may that way, are you getting this? Okay, okay. So why is nobody talking about fear? Because that's the key. You know, one, one key that I'm getting, Devin, is that you're terrified of being yourself. You're terrifying of just being you. Right now. Yeah. yeah. What's so what's so terrifying about being you? Uh, having all these things come up. One is like, I just hate it. I just hate. I hate where I am and I definitely don't want people to see how, what it's actually like. Uh, Devin, I have a, I have a question for you. Why, why do you choose to see all these horrible things or the places that you haven't gotten to yet rather than all your wonderful parts? 
and the progress that you that you have made. What 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 do you get out of that? Phyllis, I just want to make a distinction about your question. I think there is this question of um, this hatred and this disgusting. Why is that? Why is that the main experience of Devin being himself? But this thing of uh, why can't you see how much you've evolved? There is this. Um, oh, I've done well. You know, there's this, and that's even more pressure. It's sort of like, you know, what I'm getting is the school you've done well, you've evolved, congratulations. And that would create even more pressure. So there was just a little uh, twist in what you were saying that would just add more pressure. But I, I think your, your question of why is it so important to be, to consider yourself ugly or disgusting or that's you know you could be anything you could have any story about yourself we, we all make stories about ourselves, and you're choosing this oh i can feel it you know I, when you talk about it it's like slimy disgusting hating Thing. And it's like, what are you getting out of that? What are you? Okay. Does anybody has anything else for Devin? Yeah, Devin, I want to know what would happen if you wrote a letter, two letters to your future self. One, so, no, one is a love. As a pause. Really, you're the words that you say matter. And when you say, I want to know, then you immediately put you and the whole space and Devin in your head. And then, and then the value of it is for you to know. So first you make it about yourself. Then you make it about knowing. And then it has nothing to do with Devin going on some kind of journey. So shift and make it about Devin going on a journey. Devin, a possibility for you to explore is to write two letters to future Devin, say one month from now. And one is a love letter. And then one is, is the, the hate or disgust letter. And, and to really explore what those two letters feel like for you. So that so that what? So that what might be, what's the direction? What's the purpose of this? To, to, so that you can really feel what it, is like to to put those hateful, disgusting words to paper, and and to feel what what alternatives might be, and and whether one of them resonates more with you. I mean, though, I, what I'm getting is that. The, in the in the thing that he's stuck right now, Devin, the thing, the letter that will resonate the most will be the disgusting one. Because he's stuck in this. Okay, bye Ingrid. Um, Ingrid. So the, the, when I'm asking for what's the purpose, like I was asking Elizabeth is, what might be the change? What, what new pathway will it create in Devin? And so writing a, you know, a love letter 
you know, will it will it open a new space for Devin? Yes, like I, I do. I, I okay. do think that opening writing that love letter will will open a new channel or or at least uh it's like using the pipes and maybe the pipes are not used very often but that he has to start moving things through that pipe great so so you need to package that into your possibility making mm -hmm. so then this is a so you can build another story about yourself so you can shift identity so you can discover somebody who you don't know, whatever, you don't know who Devin is. If you start having a bunch of story about who you are, then you don't really know who you are. Wow, God, what a freedom. What a freedom to not know who you are instead of being stuck. So this is what I'm, I'm saying in terms of giving, when you give possibility like that, give the context, give the purpose. Yeah. You know, the okay. distinction so, so that are, yeah. Yeah, Devin, the, the purpose of this experiment is, is like the responsible versus the victim story. You have, you have two letters you can write to yourself and, and to really explore what the difference is and, and which, which flow of, of self-relationship you, you want to choose and to practice both of them. Great. Thank you, Dawa. We're wrapping it up, Israel. Okay, he's not wrapping it up. No, okay. Well, if you if it if it's just write it to Devin, okay. I'm just gonna okay. close the space here. Thank you. Thank you for this. Thank you. Anybody yeah, need anything or? We're meeting next Thursday. Is that right? No, next Thursday is lab lab in Mexico. So we're meeting the first day after that. It's 19. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Thanks. Okay. <laughs> Bye. See you in two weeks. Bye. See you. Oh, Bye. Wait, wait, sorry. Elizabeth, um, watch. I don't know if you got this possibility. Watch the shift from a material culture to a non-material non value culture. Work talk. I will send it to you about your question. Thank you. Okay, great. Uh, bye. <laughs> Thank you. Bye. And, and Chloe, uh, and Chloe, I have a non-related